Welcome to Authentico. This is Gabriela. And Junior. Back to the drawing board. This podcast is created with you in mind, the Latino professional and business owner determined to succeed. Por eso conversamos en dos idiomas and discuss a wide range of topics. As diverse as our audience and provide you with tools and resources. Esperemos que les guste. Hey, it's Authentico. Gabriela con ustedes nuevamente. Y aquí tenemos a Junior. Hey, hey, Gaby. Hey, guys. How's everyone doing? Hopefully well. Yes. Estamos aquí nuevamente con ustedes, trayéndoles información, recursos, nuestras opiniones, referencias, realmente para ayudarlos a seguir adelante, este, inspirarlos, esperamos, y también para que ustedes nos den sus comentarios, porque pues tiene que ser una comunicación de los dos lados. Exactamente. And I am so excited about today's topic. And it's funny because as I say the word excited, Gabby starts smiling. We actually had a conversation before we started recording. Well, like, you know what? We need to come up with a better word because we always say we're excited, which we are. So I went with the word eager and Gabby Then saying, he didn't use it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I am eager uh, to be talking about today's topic because, gosh, it's so important, just like anything else uh, that we've taught uh, in the previous episodes. You know, but oftentimes as a professional, when you become really good at your craft, um, there comes an opportunity for you to actually uh, move up in your career. And sometimes that move uh, goes or requires you to go from being responsible of your job to be responsible of the people who do the job. You know, so we're going to be going over some things that we feel are important for you to consider, whether you're uh, thinking about taking the next step. Or quizás ya tú eres un, un líder de gente que estás al, al cargo de, del trabajo que ellos hacen. Yeah, so normalmente hablamos de ser un líder, qué quiere decir, cómo hacerle, este, cuáles son las cualidades que uno necesita para ser el mero mero, el jefe. <laughs> el mero, mero. Pero a la hora de la hora, ok, so now you're the boss. Now what? And I think that that's a lot of responsibility um, to be the boss, and it totally changes your work day and you know the scope of your work because all of a sudden you're not just responsible for getting things done, but you're responsible for leading the people in the direction that you want them to go, not in the direction that we want to go. Mm -hmm. um, so how do you do that? Yeah. So uh, great question. There's many different ways of going about. Uh, leading teams, well, leading effectively, right? Because you can always lead a team into the ground, but leading effectively, uh, but also leading in a way uh, that is organic, in a way that opens up the lines of communication, but also the benefits, both the people in your charge. And I feel like that's important, right? Because uh, like a lot of times when you ask CEO, CEO of, of companies, managers or supervisors, you know, what's the most important thing in your company. A lot of times, what do they say? It's the customer, right? Because the customer brings the people in. When you think about it, the most important thing are the people that you're in charge of. Right, the people that work there. They work with the customers, they work with the clients, they work with the members, depending on the industry. So I feel like when you take that approach as being uh, uh, not just in charge of, but being also responsible for the people that deliver the product, that deliver the service, Uh, for your organization, it changes things and it also gives you a whole new outlook 
on ways that you could more, more effectively support those teams. You know, so I think that as a leader of people, when you actually are part of a management team, uh, it's important for you to allow your people uh, to to act, to do things that they feel that will help move the business forward. So I feel like there's an effective way of doing that. Yeah, so eso queremos hablar hoy. Cómo crear un equipo comprometido y de alto rendimiento que no tiene que microgestionar uno, right? So how do you create an engaged, high-performing team that you're not constantly having to manage? And these are by no means our our own expert opinions, but some that we uh, looked at a couple and that we decided that these are the ones that we thought made sense, um, especially with Junior's experience and, you know, just really understanding how do we motivate people? How do you, uh, as a leader, lead by example without having to lead with a hard hand? Yeah, I agree. And let me just kind of uh, put a stop on that first uh, and let me go a different route. Also, you, Gabby, as well. You know, because I feel like the hardest thing that you can do is lead people that don't necessarily rely on you for their bread and butter. And that's something that you do, you know, not just with me, but with everyone that you come in contact with. So I feel like your insight will also be very beneficial for our listeners because sometimes you are um, the head of a board. You know, sometimes you're leading a, a team of volunteers, you know, so how do you keep those people engaged? when they don't necessarily depend on you to make money. All right, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, but let me just say that, you know, it's important that as a leader, that you allow your people to to really decide what the next steps are. You know, and I don't mean completely hands off, but really be involved in the process, especially towards the beginning when there's a lot of trashing in the water. You know, it's like the brainstorm session, like I like to call it. You know, sit down and say, okay, what do we want to accomplish? And you as a subject matter expert, what do you think the next steps should be? Like get them involved, make them feel like they actually have a purpose, more so than just doing the job itself. Right. Either that or no siempre tener que pedir permiso antes de decidir algo, ¿no? Entonces, yes. al darles esa responsabilidad, creo que estamos invirtiendo eh, experiencia en ellos y nuestra confianza. Porque si siempre tienen que venir a uno para pedir permiso o para asegurarse que la decisión que van a tomar es la correcta, pues entonces realmente ese empleado no está haciendo su trabajo, ¿no? Exacto. Y no va a poder crecer ni a poder crecer dentro de su departamento si estamos conscientes de que siempre tiene que regresar al líder o al jefe para hacer, asegurar que está tomando la decisión correcta. Exacto. I feel like you do your people uh, a disservice when they have to constantly rely on you for the next step. You know, and I mean, who who in the right mind, you know, wants to lead a team of people who have to constantly come back to them to say, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? What do you think about that? You know, yeah. I feel like that, that really slows things down. It slows progress. It really hinders innovation, if you ask me, but it also hinders those people's ability to grow and develop, which is, I think, one of the most important things, one of the most important responsibilities as as a as a people leader, uh, is to really like multiply yourself, you know, by allowing people to grow and develop at their own speed with their own skills and help them 
feel empowered about the decisions that they make, but also take ownership of what, about the ones that don't necessarily succeed. Right. Eso te iba a decir que eso va a ser la otra parte bien importante, que al darles permiso de tomar decisiones y actuar, sí. también tenemos que poder este, estar detrás de ellos cuando hay alguna pregunta o alguna cosa. Uh -huh. Aunque uno no esté de acuerdo, creo que es importante tener... El, el lado del, del empleado o de esa persona y ya después tener una conversación para entender las razones quizás por la que tomó esa decisión que a lo mejor no las conozco. Exacto. So, I mean, it's really important to back them up. Exacto. Y tú sabes que algo que a mí me sucede muchas veces, algo que me ha sucedido, perdón, a mí antes, es cuando yo empecé, you know, to lead a team of people, yo desde el principio empecé con palabras que, que yo me sentía que were 100% truthful, but really communicated how I felt about, about the people who, who reported up to me. And that was, you know, you guys as a sub, are, are the subject matter expert. I'm going to be relying on you to help move our business forward. But I'm also going to be completely transparent with you about the impact that you have on our business. You know, a... Y a veces yo preguntaba, por ejemplo, you know, like, can you give me some feedback about some things we could be doing better? And it was like crickets. You know? So I feel like leadership, especially people leadership, and when you're in management, is a, there's, there's a game of elasticity. Like, you have to be very flexible. You have to be able to stretch and change the way that you communicate, the way that you conduct yourself. You know, that's why you have classes, like, for example, intrinsics. You know, that's why you have classes on emotional intelligence. That's why you have classes about DISC assessment, D-I-S-C. Because as a leader, you don't have the luxury of saying, this is the way that I am. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I feel that the moment you say, I am a direct person or, you know, I am a numbers person, you you completely stop yourself from being able to connect with someone who may not be a numbers person, who may not be a direct person, but more on the shy side, who can give you some really good quality feedback should you engage this person in a different setting, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely true. And then I think also number two going into would be giving people permission to speak, right? Yes. So not only do we want them to act, but que nos den sus opiniones, que nos den sus versiones y perspectiva de diferentes cosas. Sí. Porque solo así vamos a crear confianza. Sí. Y hablando de confianza, you know, and about... Eh, dejando que la gente que, que la gente que se reportan a ti hablen eh, do just that you know let it come out how it comes out you know yo yo le he dicho a la a, a las personas que que están en mi equipo you know don't apologize to me by how you how you said this just now like this is good stuff this is good feedback you know especially whenever we're talking about you know a process that frustrates them you know and a lot of times uh, some of them will say to me I am really sorry, but I don't think that we're doing this right. And I'm like, I'm glad you said that, but not the part about you being really sorry. Can you please help me understand why is it that you're thinking that we could be doing something better? Because I agree with you. We could always be doing something better than what we're doing today. So what ideas do you have? I feel like I can just see the pressure just like melt off of them. Whenever I say to them, no, just talk to me, right. you know, openly. Yeah. Eso del open door policy, no? De que realmente poder... Importante poder eh, dejarle saber a las personas que te pueden hablar de cualquier cosa, sí. de lo personal, de lo del negocio, aunque no sea lo que ellos creen que tú quieres escuchar, sin 
algún tipo de, um, ¿cómo se dice? Repercussion o backlash o, or, or backlash, yeah. o mm -hmm. ninguna cosa negativa que les va a afectar. Y creo que también eso es parte de ser un líder, ¿no? Poder separar, right Poder separar que lo que me está diciendo este empleado no es un ataque contra mí, mm -hmm sino que es el modo que él se siente y cómo lo vamos a hacer para poder ayudarlo a que se sienta de otra manera o que vea de otra manera el trabajo, la conversación o lo que sea para poder haciendo buen trabajo. Exacto. You know, y me, me encantó que tú dijiste para verlo you know, diferente también porque a veces you know, the information that that person will give you is completely incorrect, but to them it's 100% truth, going back to perception is reality. Right? So as a leader, how do you become you know, nimble enough to be able to adjust to the person's style or their preconceived, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, preconceived. Notions. Notions, right. And help the person maybe look at things from a whole new perspective. Yeah, pero para eso creo que también es importante que ellos hayan tomado los assessments que tú comentaste y que tú estés consciente de ellos. Porque sí. si tú no sabes qué tipo de personas son, ¿no? Sí. Eso es otra parte que quizás no hemos hablado, pero... ¿Cómo se puede uno acercar a, a las personas en el equipo para conocerlas? You know, ¿Cómo trabajan? ¿Cuáles son sus prioridades? Eh, ¿Qué tipo de, de inteligencia tienen en cuanto a sus decisiones o sus reacciones a cosas? You know, en los colores ya ves que la persona que es azul es diferente a la que es roja. I mean, verde que es diferente a la que es anaranjada. Entonces, realmente poder tener la confianza con los, con los uh, in, ¿cómo se dice? Integrantes del equipo para uh -huh. conocerlos. Exacto. Y muchas organizaciones ya, ya um, tienen, por ejemplo, programas eh, que, que ayudan a los líderes y a la organización ver, por ejemplo, qué clase de, 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 de persona someone is at their core. Yeah. You know, and that's why I like the intrinsics color so much because it's not about whether you're having a good day or a bad day. The questions that are asked really help your organization and the leaders see how someone prefers to be um, um, given feedback. Yeah. Uh, so, one, you know, what, what success looks like to someone. Right. Hablando así como de eso también el libro de um, las cinco idiomas de amor en el trabajo o las cinco idiomas de amor en tus relaciones, habla acerca de cuáles son las cosas que realmente afectan a diferentes personas. Entonces, si tú eres una persona que le gusta que le estén diciendo buen trabajo, Junior, este, qué bueno que hiciste esto, Junior, y yo no te hago eso, uh, te llevo a cenar o te llevo a almorzar como premio de tu buen trabajo, quizás tú vas a sentir que te aprecio igual, a que si yo hiciera un, una presentación pública diciendo, Junior hizo buen trabajo en el último programa que hicimos. Sí, y, y eso, es, eso es like the beauty, right, of diversity. You know, as a leader, it's important for you to be very conscious of different motivations that different people have because, you, I mean, you truly want to have a mini organization within your team as much as you possibly can so that way you can get ideas and different perspectives and really it will help you develop a, a what i call a team of high performing people which is i think the goal of every of, of every people leader is how do you develop a group of people who are, are always in tune 
uh, with each other, but also with the organization. You know, what are we what are we setting out? What are we setting out to accomplish? It is always something that should be top of mind for all the individuals within that group, and also understanding what does a, a success look like to us. Mm-hmm. How do we know that we've arrived? And that is one of the main things that a leader should be able to set for a group, right? It's kind of help them understand exactly what it looks like, what it's going to feel like, uh, but also, you know, what are some checkpoints that uh, the the group itself can rely on to make sure that they're moving in the right direction. So those colors that Gabby uh, was talking about um, earlier was the intrinsics colors, and there are four of them. Um, one of them is goal. Usually people the, with the goal are um, organized, organized, dependable, uh, people with blue. So, for example, let me actually go back. So people with the goal uh, color are dependable, organized. So to those people, being successful is being on time, is being the, fir- the first person there and having an agenda of a meeting and walking out with a very clear understanding of what the next steps are. Mm-hmm. Uh, people with the color blue are more about people, you know, collaboration and partnership. So to them, what success looks like is I, I, I've got some really strong relationships with my teammates. I've got a really good relationship with my boss and he or she understands me. Next is the color green. Those people are more private, more philosophical, more systematic. And to them, what success looks like is, show me the numbers, show me the graph. How do we know that what we're talking about is actually true? Mm-hmm. You know, help me see, help me see, you know, the, the seeds within the forest, for example. Uh, the next one is the color uh, orange. And those people are the party for example, of the groups. They're more flexible, they're practical, and Gabby is smiling right now. No, you're laughing at me because you know that I'm an orange. Do you know who What's else is an color? orange? You? Me. Are you serious? Yes, I'm dead That's serious. That's always why you're in front of the pictures. Maybe. <laughs> so yours truly here and Gabby, we're both oh, oranges. Yeah. If, you haven't, you. if you haven't done these intrinsic color assessments, I think it's a great opportunity not only to learn yourself but to learn the things that you do that manifest Mm -hmm. the way that you are at your core so I fought hard when I was first told I was an orange because I did not consider myself a party person Um, I did not consider myself the things that the orange color is known for but when I looked at the actions that orange people exhibit I could see where that was me. And I also really love, especially the one that I looked at, is that it shows you, you know, how the orange positives manifest themselves. But then it also helps you see how those same things could be perceived negatively by people of the other colors. Yes. Not that it's wrong, but that they just may perceive it that way because they work in a totally different fashion. So it really helped me understand not only, okay, who am I at my core, but what are those things that I may have to be careful with? Because without meaning to, someone else may look at it as I don't care, or I'm, you know, just ditzy, don't plan stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Where for me, flexibility works, right? Flexibility means that 
if we said we were going to go do something at five and now we can't do it until six, that's fine. Like yesterday, I had a photo shoot that was going to start at 1.45. Me hablaron, me dijeron, oye, ¿sabes qué? No va a ser hasta las dos y media. No biggie, right? right? Me voy más tarde. Pero si a lo mejor soy una persona en el color... Um, Yellow. O, o uh, gold, dorado gold. O, o el verde, mm -hmm. quizás me hubiera molestado porque sí. son más personas que les gusta planear, tener todo metódico a la hora que va a ser. Uh -huh. so, si no han tomado ese, esa asesoría, sí se los recomiendo porque realmente te ayuda no solo a ti a conocerte, pero también a ver cómo te puede ver el mundo y a conocer a las personas, ya sea tu pareja, tu jefe, personas con las que trabajas en tu equipo. So, I mean, I, I don't get any money from recommending it, but I really felt like it made a big difference. Yeah, it definitely did for me, you know. Uh, I've taken before the DISC assessments, and I, I'm a high D, which means I'm very direct in my communication. But this was like this test for me took it a whole new level, you know, in understanding the way that I behave and that I can be perceived, but also how I can connect with my people. So I feel like if you're a leader, one of the best things you can do is get to know yourself as best as you possibly can so that you know how to best connect and influence the people that are around you so that they can grow, so they can be in, in innovative, so that you can move the organization forward. Yeah, yeah. And I think we got a little bit off track con los colores y las asesorías, pero muy importante conocerse a uno mismo para poder relacionarse mejor con las otras personas. And our third point, which nadie quiere fallar. Entonces, consciente de eso, es bien importante darle al equipo permiso de fallar porque solo así es como innovamos. Uh -huh. Si no nos das esa oportunidad de poder hacer errores, cometer errores, es difícil llegar a nuevas soluciones. Exacto. And I feel like that that last one uh, is there for a very important reason, you know, I think that you know, when you first give people the permission to act, you allow them to understand the impact of their decisions. You allow them to see, wow, okay, if I do this and this happens, you know, when you first allow people the permission to speak, you allow them to have an open conversation with you so that you can say, well, how did that feel? Well, why did you think this was a good decision to make? And then lastly, when you allow people permission to fail, when they've already had the first two down pat, then you really allow them to fail smart. But it's not about, I made a mistake. Oh my God, so I fail. It's really about, I made a mistake. Okay, so what do I need to do or what kind of act do I need to take, action I need to take to, to then move a different direction? Or let me have a conversation with my boss about the mistake because now we have an open line of communication and what does success look like from here now? Right, and then not only that, but what did I learn from that? Right. What was the whole teaching moment in the conversation or in the act or in the decision that I made that's going to help us or the team move in a different positive direction in the future. Sí, entonces eso es una cosa que es sumamente importante para hacer, como Gaby y yo estamos eh, eh, hablando aquí en este episodio, que es algo que como un líder, eh, recuerden que tú, ustedes siempre son la persona en cargo de las personas que hacen el trabajo, y eso es una responsabilidad que no se puede tomar lightly. Right. So ahora les toca a ustedes yeah. hablar con su equipo, darles esos permisos de actuar, de hablar y de fallar sin algún uh, algo negativo para ellos, porque solo así van a poder seguir innovando en el equipo. Ya saben. Y por favor, déjenos saber qué ustedes piensan. You know? Nosotros 
este, ponemos estos eh, tópicos eh, porque pensamos que son importantes, pero quizás no. So, déjenos saber si, si lo que estamos hablando eh, eh, tiene que ver o se puede re, re, relacionar con, con los tópicos. O si quieren oír algo diferente, si nos escuchan, por, eh, por ejemplo, en iTunes, denos cinco estrellas porque eso nos deja saber que estamos haciendo un buen trabajo y que the information that we're giving you is stuff that really you can relate or that's very actionable that you can take away and walk away like you've actually learned something. Pero si tienen feedback para nosotros de cómo poder hacer algo mejor, por favor vayan a nuestra página en autenticopodcast.com eh, donde eh, contact us, mándenos mensajes y déjenos saber qué piensan. Yeah, more than anything, we just want to know, you know, what are you struggling with? What are you, what are the topics that you want to hear? so that we can start um, bringing in experts or more information about it. So we'll look forward to seeing you again. Check us out on all your social media platforms, on all your podcast platforms, and we'll see you next week. All right, see ya. Thank you.